Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Keys to the City. I'm your host, Trevor Keys, alongside the big brother, Ted Keys, and the return of the Joseph Aguirre. You can check out Keys to the City on all social media platforms at Keys to the City. Joseph, I usually don't ask this, but how the hell are you doing? Because it's been such a long, long time since you've been on the show, so I know you've been dealing with some stuff. Yeah, how, you know. The hell, how the hell are you? I don't have to ask Ted. I talked to Ted. Doing great. Yeah, I, 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 for anybody who doesn't know, I had a heart attack and I had uh, some surgery on the heart, put a couple stents in. I went in again for more stents. And uh, uh, as of last month, and I go, I go to my doctor next week, but uh, everything is aces, uh, a miraculous recovery, heart full functioning, uh, which means my wiffle ball career will not in any way get held up. So that's the exciting news here. So- Joe, I got some exciting news. If you ever need a replacement, I got weekends off a little bit now, so you could always need help on a Sunday. You just gotta get. Just come on, like, are you kidding? By the time that happens, you'll be intoxicated. If uh, on no, Sunday, I don't no. drink every Sunday, trust us. Well, what the what the that's, weather that's, comments? That's, yeah, let me okay. tell you something. If you don't think there's drinking at Wiffle Ball, <laughs> I well, you guys yourself. are having some nice weather. Finally, the weather's sometimes finally coming be- around. I play better sometimes. So, but no, honestly, just give me a twenty-four hour notice. Realistic, if you need a real like. Yeah, for I also, sure. I, I also it, noticed the big it. change that the Joseph Aguirre has finally gotten rid of that man bun. I did, yeah. Short hair, short hair. Don't care. <laughs> He's finally yeah. gotten rid of the the man bun. It was long overdue. It was, yeah. You had that grown from the beginning of COVID all the way till. Like, I was being called Jason Momoa on a regular basis. I had to roll with that for as long as I could. You know what I mean? Just a short and stocky version of him, right? Yeah, the if, if Jack Black had a kid with Jason Momoa, that's Fair what enough. it would be. Well, speaking of long time, that was always the biggest issue with the baseball world. And I was I've just been reading articles and stuff. I, I know you guys have been watching baseball. We're just gonna talk about the overall landscape of baseball. I know we're Yankee fans, we always talk about Yankees, but we haven't really talked baseball yet. We haven't really I haven't really dug into the season so far, but you look at how the changes went into effect. People thought there would be problems. It's actually been working out. And I think the big thing is to fans, it's not just the diehard fans like us that already love baseball. It doesn't matter if it was five hours. I know some people would complain even if you're a diehard, but it's the fans that are not really into baseball. The fans that you're trying to get the fans that, you know, don't care for baseball. They want to try to just, oh, let's go watch football or basketball because they're more exciting. Well, with these changes now, maybe, just maybe you can get those regular casual fans. Just got some quick tidbits of uh, notes. The average length of game this year, two and a half hours. Two hours, 38 minutes to be exact compared to last year, three hours and nine minutes. It's also on track since 1984 to be the shortest length of games at two hours and 35 minutes so with these changes the pitch clock the shift some more stolen bases everything's up singles are up stolen bases are up averages are up now so this is what when we watch baseball it's like football when we watch football we want to see big plays we want to see touchdowns we want to see highlights basketball three points three pointers dunks baseball it's about home runs getting up base stolen bases action 
That's what fans care about now in sports. Hockey is the same way. They want goals. They want the tricks. They want all of that. Baseball starting to maybe be, you know, come back to that reality because I feel like there was the one sport, Ted, that this sport was way out of touch with reality. Your song, it's like Daryl Hall and Oates. You're out of touch, right, Ted? This is what ba- baseball baseball was the perfect example of that. Is that perfect? Like, come on. When you see baseball right now, when you see baseball going on, Ted, I know you've been watching a lot of Yankees, but you see baseball. Yeah, I pretty much games. watched every game so far. Everything looks like it's working with these changes. So when you see the overall landscape of baseball right now, is that your biggest, like, you know, two and a half, two weeks coming in? Is that what your biggest talking point so I far? I mean, that was my, when we did the show and we did talk a little bit right before the thing. That was my first take was how I was going to take. I don't think baseball has been ever better. I don't think baseball has ever been better since maybe the 90s when home runs were through the roof because of steroids. I just think the game of baseball is better. Finally, Major League Baseball got the hint. Like, I get it. Majority of people that watch baseball are old timers. Literally, it's probably people older than me, 35 and older, that are true baseball fans. Most of the people that are in their 20s don't give a shit about baseball. They don't because it's too boring. It wasn't enough action. This is the best thing to keep baseball fans involved. All right, because baseball, we listen, we've been doing this show since what? I don't know, 2017 when we went to school, we met Joe as a teacher. Baseball's never been better. Between all the guys, between when we've done this before, where you're talking about like the Trouts and Otanis and Judge, and you know, we you get to like the top 20 guys, and it's like, oh, Ronald Acuna could be like the 10th best guy. You're like, what? You know, and so the talent has never been, I think, better in baseball throughout the whole league. All right, yeah, just the talent throughout the whole league is just, it's great. All right, so. Which makes it, but then how do we get that talent? And then how do we make the game better? Like, how do we bring out their best qualities? Right. So we don't make the field 500 yards. We bring them in, we get home runs, we take away the shifts. So we don't have to see, you know, five guys on the right side. Listen, baseball is better because what do we want? We want action, right? We want runs. We want scoring. Listen, you're still going to get one, nothing game. Like the Rays won last night to have their 10th consecutive win. You're still going to get great pitching performances. See the guy, Andrew Haney, the guy that used to be on the Yankees. Nine straight games. I mean, so but you're you're seeing like you're seeing phenomenal things. You're seeing Shohan Otani, literally the best baseball player in the world. He's 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 he can win the Cy Young and the MVP this year. I mean, he's his team will still win sixty games. I mean, look at look at Judge right now. He's on pace to have. He's on on pace to shatter his record last year. I think it's almost like I'm thinking like John Elway or like Steve Young. Like you got to get the monkey off back. I think what Judge did last year, I think releases a lot of tension that was built up in the first four or five years of his Yankee career. Now it's like he can play more freely, almost like A-Rod. You know what I mean? It was just like he, no, he, he can't. Fight. He can't. No, you're wrong about that. No, no, no. Then I'll get you. Oh, let me, let me, let me get into this. I want. I'll just put it this way. Baseball, I think, in general, has never been better. You started I off got, with the, the okay. Like, I want to cut you off for a sec. You said something. Okay, I'm going to cut you off because you said something. You said that judge can play freely. The pressure's off. No, the pressure's still on for Aaron Judge because now, dude, we've talked about this. We talked about this over and over. I feel like a no, freaking. I feel like a ta- I, Joe. I feel like a tape recorder just hey, on repeat. Hold, hold, you hold, hold on. on. This, hold on. I'm gonna. Inter- this is not a. I get it. Joe, me when Joe's I try to gonna, make a point. Hold on. Joe's gonna come in and break the tie. And this is not about just. I understand. We can get into the postseason, okay? We can get into that whole crap about uh, he doesn't put. We're not talking about the postseason right now. We're talking about the first week. You can just see him as a batter 
up there with a lot more confidence and batting a little bit more freely. Like, it's like, okay, I got the MVP. I know I can do this, and I know I can do better than I did last year, which is hard to fathom as a Yankee fan who watched a lot of games. You're like, this is incredible when we don't see this in this era. And it's like, you know what? He's playing better ball this year right now, early in the beginning of the season, than he did last year. And remember, last year he had a slow April. It wasn't until the first two week, first week of May that he started to progress. Remember, he had a slow April. God forbid he ever had a great April. He has 70 home runs last year. Joe, you want to uh, break that's, the tie? That's all I'm bringing up. I'm not talking about postseason. I'm not Joe, talking about break? being clogged. Yeah. Because at Joe, the end of the day, it's still a I, team award. I, I actually agree with both of you. Uh, which so I know doesn't really so help. We still, so we still come to a tie. We it's still going to be a tie. To- Listen, t- I see what Teddy's saying. Uh, he Aaron Judge is playing with like reckless abandon. It's a guy who's secure that he got his contract and, and now doesn't feel the pressure of playing for a contract. He's playing to play. He's the captain. He knows. Yeah. Now, to Trevor's point, there's a ton of pressure to live up to. New York just paid you a zillion dollars to and win games, but on the chest now. I think yeah, there you go. So there's the added responsibility. So there's a lot more pressure on him, but because he has the this lifetime contract, basically, mm-hmm. he can play like Teddy said, sort of with reckless abandon. I mean, you see, made that dive and catch the other night. He he's all times. in, dude. He's all in. He looks loose. He looks great at the plate. I would say to me, the the other key thing that generally speaking, when there's a really good Aaron Judge, it's because there's a really good Giancarlo Stanton in that lineup, and he's off to a great start as well. And I'm telling you, th- those two I, guys in that lineup together, when they're both healthy in there, the best nobody wants for, to face that. I agree 100%. I think the best thing for baseball, hopefully the stars can stay healthy. Guys like Mike Trout, you want to see Mike Trout healthy. You want to see Otani healthy. You want to see Judge, Machado, Harper. You want to see all these guys because we saw one year in the NFL where all the quarterbacks were going down left and right, and it just hurts the ratings. And for baseball, you need to have those ratings because, well, first of all, it isn't the NBA. It isn't the football. It's not the NFL because people in this country prefer to watch those sports. So you're trying to do everything you can to catch up to those other two leagues. And with those guys like Aaron Judge, with Otani playing well, that brings viewers, that brings eyes to the TVs. Yeah, and that's all you can ask for. But also the biggest thing that we've always talked about, what's the number one thing when we talk about baseball? It's boring and long. Well, what the numbers say in the first two weeks, guys, it's cut drastically down to a half hour. Listen, uh, I remember I remember games that went 75 minutes when Greg Vanix was on the mound. So we always knew this kind of thing was was possible if you work fast and throw strikes. Yeah. Teddy made another really great point, though, in in that look at a team like the Milwaukee Brewers right now, or you look at that young Atlanta Braves team. Obviously, the Rays look at some of these young teams. Baltimore is playing pretty well out of the gate. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like Teddy said, there is an immense amount of talent all around the league. Yes. And you know, it's funny because I remember in the late eighties when Tony LaRussa started bringing the uh, mix and match thing with Greg Cattery, who would eventually make his way to the Yankees and Eric Plunk and that whole bullpen working their way to Dennis Eckersley. And people hated that when he started doing it. Mm-hmm. 
Like we forget people hate it. Like, what is he doing? The starter just stays in the game and you don't take a reliever out. He's a reliever. If the reliever gives up a dozen runs and that's a, that's a bad night on him. You, that, that was just sort of the mindset then. And people hated that. And now this is adjusting to the specialists, yep. right? And, and the shift and everything. And now we're trying to balance everything out. It I'll tell you, it's it's this is the way baseball is supposed yeah. to be because last year was the reliever thing where you if you came in you had to face three batters unless it was at the end of the inning so you like that because here's the thing man all those pitching changes take time you know you got to go to commercial it's a, it's pretty much a 10 minute window so if you're making say five pitching changes in a game that's almost an extra 45 minutes maybe to a baseball game give or take i don't know you know commercials maybe three to five minutes but even if it's an extra half hour there's your extra half hour that we 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 lost you know or or gain depending on how you look at it you know half cup full cup it's it's definitely the game is definitely better right you're going to get more runs you're going to see guys i think you'll get more guys to bat 300 all right we talked about it trev i think last week or two weeks ago when we did the show steals are up which means yeah. that's entertaining because there's movement on the base bats it's not just foul ball strikeout bunt out yeah. ground out home run you know what I mean? there's 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 now we got sacks. Now there's no shifts. There's running. There's steals. Guys, teams that How have about all the stolen bases. How awesome is that? I mean, it's like it's like the eighties. It's it's great to see. It's gonna it's that brings entertainment to the game. Also, you know, the pitcher can only throw over, I believe, twice in an inning. I think that is, or twice at a batter. I, I don't yep. know the exact thing, twice, but twice per at bat. Okay, so once you know that, then you know he can't throw over. So that that gives you listen. That just brings entertainment. I I threw an idea as a joke last night to work with one of the guys. I'm like. If soccer wanted to make something interesting, make a one goal, a two goal, and a three goal. And you're like, what do you mean? If you score inside the box, it's one goal. If you score outside the box, it's two goal. If it's outside 25 yards, it's a three-point goal. So then if you watch soccer and you're like, oh, shit, team won 10-4. All that. Well, they hit two three-pointers and two – you know. And so that would at least – I would feel like in our America world that we live in would make it at least more entertaining. Imagine being down like two to one and you could hit a two-pointer to win the game at three – like a goal. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not a – it's not a chip shot. It's just like hockey. They changed the goalie pads and things, the, the blue line, the double passes. It's just so they can have more freelance through the game, which adds more goals, which makes the game more entertaining. Baseball, you take away the shift. For us Yankee fans, we can talk about it. Like a guy like Rizzo, how many more hits is he going to get this season? Maybe 20, 30 more hits this year because of no shifts? You know, his average instead of batting 240 might be 275. I think another thing that we haven't talked about, and I, I know which we want to talk about baseball, but Glaber Torres. Is playing really well. Listen, we understand he's going to have deficiencies on the defense. We've been talking about that, but you'll give that up when he's got an on-base percentage of five seventy-nine or so. So he's been really playing well. And you know, if you get a guy like that who plays like the guy that we thought we got three, four years ago, you know, Joe just said it's Stanton. He's hot right now. He'll probably have an injury somewhere, but that's okay. If we get one hundred twenty games out of him, I'll take it. Judge, I like to get one hundred forty out of him. You know, my thing is if I can get my seven main starters one hundred forty games. That's great. I know that's not realistic. You know, we're dealing with some injuries in the pitching staff. But, listen, everyone is. I just looked Ian Anderson from the Braves, Tommy John surgery. He'll, he'll be out for the season. You know, we're going to get our weapons back. We're going to get Severino back. We're going to get Rendon. So, the only good thing I would say to that is they're not getting innings used right now. So, you know, 
it's not about April right now because we know this in baseball. It's an eternity, bro. It's you know, it it's so long of a season. You look at the Braves when they won the World Series, they had an awful first half, and then when June baseball started, how about how about a couple of years ago? I think they the played National- almost seven hundred baseball. A couple of years ago it was with the Nationals too. They were one of the worst teams. Oh yes, the break and they came back and they ended up beating Houston in the World Series. I think we got to talk about no, not the New York Yankees. We got to talk about the team right now that's dominating baseball. Now I get it. Everybody, I've, I've watched Michael, um, not Michael K, PTI yesterday, and they were talking about well, they haven't really played anybody. Can we just like talk about the Tampa Bay Rays franchise as a whole? I mean, this is every. This is not just one year. I get it. They're ten and zero. Just a couple more stats about how great the start is. First team since 1987, Brewers, to open the season with 10 straight they were, wins. They were 87, 87 Brewers and, and 82 Braves shared the MLB record for the greatest start at 13. Guerra was there. That's not true. He started. It, it literally, it literally is. I, how Saint you tell Louis, me? The St. Louis Maroons in 1884 were 20-0. The 1884 New York Gothams were 12-0. So let CBS know that, Ted, because they were wrong. Sure. Well, guess what? Go not to me. Not guess me. What? Then guess what? Go to MLB.com, and it's the first thing I've been about also, the great season also, of the Rays. And also, I, had, I knew you were going to speak about that, and that's why I wanted to correct you. And also, well, it's not my fault. I got it from CBS. So tell those morons then, I guess. Well, I guess Anyways. what? I got the job, kid. Yeah. Yeah, great. The media field of the world. Also, last night they broke a streak. Their first win, not winning by four or more runs. That was one game shy of Teddy, but you didn't know this one. The 1939 New York Yankees were the most recent team to do that. They are at a plus 58 point differential. Now, I get it. We're only 10 games in. Everybody's, wow. But still, this is not just about this year. This is about... Previous years, I get it. They haven't won a World Series, but to see this team, how they've been able to consistently get to the postseason, consistently get to an ALCS, even get to a World Series a couple times with the payroll that they have, they got some players. They got the hey, they got the greatest postseason hitter, Joe and Randy Aruzaroni, the best postseason hitter of all time. He's Come on, great. he had the most hits ever. Beat, most uh, hits in the most games <laughs> with the most at-bats. Amazing. But they do have guys. They have a great pitching staff. They also got Wander Franco, who's a bidding superstar in the making. I, I don't know how this team does it. It's a fascinating, fascinating situation how this team, each and every year, consistently finds ways to win and consistently is in the running for the AL East and even winning an AL pennant. It's just fascinating, Joe. Yeah, well, I mean, look, you get a guy like a Drew Rasmussen who was kind of a cast off. He's 17 and 7 since he's been there. Um, life wasn't going well for Rasmussen before that. I got Jeffrey Springs for a dollar in my fantasy draft. Nobody in my 12 person league knew who that was. He's 2 and 0 uh and his whip is 0. .23. I don't know. They either. they yeah, there you go, dude. But the, these guys, listen, here, here's what the Rays have done an excellent job of doing. They they not only draft well, because they clearly do that, but they yeah. tend to find cast-offs, guys you didn't see value in, and and somehow turn these guys into budding that, superstars. That's got to go to developmental. Their developmental it's, programs. There's gotta be. something. You got to find out what they're doing because it's, it's fascinating the way yes. that they can plug – you plug pretty much anybody in down there and, and they just play exceptionally well, or uh, 
Listen, I, I think the other thing that in, in it's the evolution of baseball is, you know, having guys that are six foot four and up that throw a hundred miles an hour. Yeah. Their I best mean, they're hasn't pitched in two years. And yeah. Glasnow, and, and right. Out. And glass now. Uh, yeah, there you go. It It's insane. Uh, well, think about two Blake Snell, who they traded to the Padres. Like they just yeah. knew they were like, yeah, we don't need that guy. And, and, it's you know, insane. It's, and you know, it's funny, Joe, I, you know, I was, I felt like you were going to build to this point was because I thought you were going to talk about the thing, but like I had this thing right in front of me. So the last five seasons with the, you know, the Rays, the opening day payroll 18, they finished 90 and 72, $76 million payroll. They were ranked 28 2019, 96 wins, 30th payroll in the league, 2020, the shortened season, 40 and 20, 28th, 2021, they had a hundred wins. They had the 26 million uh, ranked payroll, and then 2022 they were 86 and 76, 25th. So you're talking about to say team, something. You're, you're talking about a team that's payroll is on is literally in the bottom quarter. I'm gonna say quarter of the league. You know they're pretty much. I, what was it? Let me just make sure their highest was 25th, which was last year. 25th last year. So I don't know what theirs is this year. And that was their worst season in a few years. Their higher payroll. <laughs> So yeah, and they, still, but, and they still got but, to the postseason. But that's it speaks about where in baseball, like you don't need the highest payroll. It does help you. It definitely helps you to get guys like Machado and Harper and Soto and Judge and, you know, have a chance Otani. That doesn't mean you can't win a championship because they're very competitive. And, and they're and they're in the playoffs seems like every year. I mean, you look at the Red Sox and some of these other big teams. So that's why when, like, you look at, like, the Pittsburgh Pirates and Cincinnati Reds or some of these teams that are not – that have lower payrolls, like, yeah, we got no chance. Well, then why, how are the Rays doing it? In which you would say maybe in the last five years, the most competitive division in all of baseball, when you're competing against the Yankees and Red Sox, and now the Blue Jays who are putting big payrolls in, and now, and now the Orioles are getting competitive, so it's not like the Orioles are that bad team anymore where it's just easy wins. How well, are the Rays like, doing it? Why, it's like why what, can't it's they, like what why Joe said. They but develop, saying, play, they develop players better than – the league. No, no, I know that. I'm you know what else they baseball do? Baseball should look at it and say, okay, you know yeah. what? I don't feel bad for you. Just be, oh, oh we're just going to tank? No. The Rays are kind of tanking, but they're taking cast offs and they're playing smart baseball and they're using the mechanics and, and the simple things of baseball that are working. They still hit home runs. They still play great defense. They do the basic fundamentals things that we grew up in baseball the correct way. And then they just, you know, and hopefully those things all kind of lead to a path of victory. You figure, like, I'll pitch as best as I can. I'll match up well like Joe was starting the conversation earlier with matchups and things. I'll find guys that – hey, listen, I'm not going to make a guy try to hit 30 home runs when he can't do it. But he he could do this. It's almost like Moneyball in a, in a 2022 version, in a better version. You know, and I just – you wish almost Tampa Bay fans appreciated what they really have because – they really do have a special team, oh. and they're competitive, and every year they're fighting for a playoff spot, if not the number one seed in baseball. They they put guys in positions to succeed. If you're a hitter, they make sure you get at bats. If you're a fielder, they get you in the field. If you're a pitcher uh, and you're good for a couple of innings, they turn you into a reliever no matter who you are or what you make. Yeah. I mean, you know, other teams are constantly trying to shoot. Well, look at the Padres. Again, where you got your first baseman's playing third base and your shortstop's your center fielder, your second baseman's going to play some first Because they're all big-time guys. Yeah, that's the problem you run into. You're down there in Tampa. You've got no egos. you got a lot of these cast-offs. you got a guy like Drew Rasmussen, and you're like, hey, we're going to reinvent the way you pitch. What's that guy going to say? No. It wasn't going well beforehand. It's like, yeah, I'll take whatever you guys got. 
and and this is what they're doing with it. it it's it's but I love that. Listen, they run guys up there all the time. We've been talking about Wander Franco for a couple of years, and he was going to be a budding superstar over the last two or three years, and and it and it hasn't happened. They this didn't ruin him like the Yankees have done with a Gary Sanchez and guys like that. They they sent that kid back down. He hit. They brought him back up. Still didn't quite get it done. They brought him back down, got him straightened out, uh, and 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 now he's totally breaking out. Well, the, uh, and they've got other guys. Uh, with the other guy, what's his name? Uh, Vajon Verhal. Um, you know the other one, the shortstop. I've they had another guy. They 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 brought this rookie kid up last year for a few games, and he was terrible. And he's back in the minors. I'm I promise you, he'll be back up this year, and he'll be a superstar because that's what they do. But like Teddy said, it's about fundamentals and, and it's about Liddell not making Bruhan? mistakes. Bruhan or yeah, something? there you go. Behind yeah. Bruhan. That guy's going to be a, the, the next big superstar to come out of there. Peter, you, Peter, listen, Peter, you've Peter. got to be able to develop some talent out of your minor league system. Mm-hmm. You, you, I mean, you got to be cranking guys out. And really, I mean, you look at the Yankees, outside of Aaron Judge, they really haven't developed anybody or anything. Well, Volpe, hopefully Volpe. They, they uh, well, we're hoping well for them. Volpe. Yeah. We're hoping for Volpe, and it's nice that there's Peraza, but Dominguez. But listen, know? how many times have we done the show when we talked about Hughes and, and, and Kennedy? And we, oh, and yeah, you guys, yeah, you guys all went and that guy. We have not Esteban Forio, like, like they're just shipping guys away and like put yeah, it down and, like they've never. Listen, and you got and you guys jump on me, and you guys became like the Dudley boys, and you guys would try to put me through a table no, no, no. or something. Yes, so you guys, be, you guys would be the uh, freaking yeah. You guys would try to team up, oh. and it would be me against you guys because I've been saying it for years. But I will you guys also def- say and this. you guys both and both of you guys, not just you, Ted, but both of you guys would defend the Yankees, and I was the one that was always going against them, like the rebel I am sometimes, oh. and just going against what they're their system with the way they work about it. Where to the point that we've got we've had serious conversations on there where we've had arguments about it. And that's, Here's and that's the other a problem. Thing, Trevor, it can also come down to the player too, at the end of the day, because sometimes players don't work well in New York. Maybe it's the New York media. Like, listen, you, you shake your head, you close your eyes, but maybe listen, the guy's got all the talent, but when he's playing the minor leagues, there's no pressure, bud. there really is no pressure. But if now, if he there's I mean, an expectation where he's a superstar as a minor leaguer, and he's supposed to come up and succeed. As a, as a as a Yankee, look. All I will say like this: Maybe if you're coming up with the Rays and there's six thousand people, no one cares. There's no pressure, and and there's and the Rays also have more patience in their developmental system. The Yankees don't have that space. What have you been saying, crying for the last twelve years as a Yankee fan? We gotta win. We, we there's no excuses. There's no such thing as second place. So you either come in, you make an immediate impact, or get the hell out of the way and go to the minor leagues. We need guys that are going to come in and perform off the bat. Other teams, there's not that Here, expectation. Okay, at least, listen, I'll put this way, at least from the outside. I'm not in the system. I would love to get someone on a Yankee reporter. Is like, is there a reason why Yankee guys that have been top prospects that you hear about in the thing, why have they not developed into at least – they don't have to be superstars. They don't have to be all awesome, But why have they become regular Yankees to continue like the guys did in the 90s? Here's my, here's my thing. Here's what I want to say to that. How does Gary Sanchez? I'll just go with this quick example. How does Gary Sanchez go from hitting twenty home runs to four in forty games to being caught in a matter of two or like three years? Not even like in how, the how, how, that's my point. How does that even happen? Where we were talking about him being the next great catcher in this league, the next great hitting catcher. What? How does a guy like 
Jabba Chamberlain or Fuel Hughes are supposed to be the next great one-two punch for the Yankees. They come up, and Jabba Chamberlain, still famous memory, is fighting off bees in Cleveland. Like, yeah. how does Estevan Florio supposed to be an all-around five-tool player in center field? There we go. Why is that? Devi Garcia. Like, yeah, Devi Garcia is literally gone. Louis, and, from, and Louis Gill as well. Like, how are these yeah, guys? That, that's what I'm trying to Terrible. say is that they were so great in, in, during their time in, in AAA and AA and stuff like that. And then Gary Sanchez comes up and takes the league by storm. And it was like, holy shit, this guy's. This guy's gonna be great. Here we go. The Yankees no, are gonna be fine. He was gonna be the and then three years later, he's gone. That's on. That's gotta be. Yes, it's gotta be on the player. Hundred percent agree. But you gotta have the development. Why do the Rays every year figure out these players when they got no huge ego guys, no big name franchise superstar player? I mean, Juan Franco is gonna be there. We get it. The only two teams that I can think of that do so well with developing players. One of them is the Tampa Bay Rays, and the other one's out in L.A., the Dodgers. L.A. Dodgers. Yep. How do they do it? And I don't want to hear, well, if the Rays do it. Well, the Dodgers do it, and the Dodgers are like the Yankees. They're, they're the top. They're, they're prestige in the, well, in ba- the, in the baseball world. The so how do they do it, but the Yankees continuously go, here you go, on to the next. Well, is the there next. consistency the in the coaching? Because so Joe can't just be on the players then. Well, uh, no, I get it. It's, listen, it goes 50-50, bro. Guys got to work and you got to get better, right? You could see judges. And then when you're also telling, team. like, with the whole Sanchez thing, I don't want to keep harping they on the changed, Sanchez thing. They changed a lot of his mechanics. Thank you. And, when maybe, you keep, and you know how people are nowadays. People don't like being told criticism a lot, especially when it's ongoing. Okay, when you get it once in a while, okay, I get it. You want to improve. But when you're getting it left and right, you're like, bam, bam. What do I do? What do I do? You're like, poof. You, your whole brain just... Platters, it just poof, it just goes away. So to see that the the again that the Rays, I know it's only ten games, but to see them consistently for the past five years, Ted, six years, they've been at the bottom of the payroll, but yet they are in contention in the AL East, and they are in contention always for the AL in the past six seasons. To me, they remind me the only big difference is, and it's a big difference, they don't have any titles. They remind me of the San Antonio Spurs. Because the Spurs, yeah, they had Duncan, they had Ginobili, they had Parker, Hall of Famers, I get it. But they were never like the Lakers, they were never Hollywood, they were never the, you know, the glitz and the glamour. They were always just fundamental. Kevin Cash is is a genius when it comes to baseball, analytics. Greg Popovich, Hall of Famer, one of the greatest of all time. It just reminds me of a team like the Spurs. The only big difference is, and it's a massive difference, it's um, different, is the Spurs have five titles. The Rays... Don't have one, but they have been the ultimate definition of consistency in the AL. Now they're not like Houston either. I mean, Houston's another team that developed. Houston's an, I I know we hate the, we do not like the Houston Astros, but I'll give them credit. They develop their players. But if I'll put it this way, and Andy, to your time, then Joe can take over, is at least for a team that's when I started the conversation earlier about the payroll situation where you're like, ah, the Pirates can't compete and the Reds can't compete and the Orioles can't compete with the Yankees and this team can't Oh, the Orioles are in the BS. Because the Rays are competing. Yes, you said, Trev, they are not They are not winning championships, but they're in the playoffs consistently. They're fighting for a position. They're always in the hunt. They're always a hunt. They're always a tough out. Doesn't matter who they play. All right? And yeah. You know, our biggest nemesis, the Red Sox. Look at the Red Sox are. <laughs> talk about talk about a franchise in the last couple of years that have fallen apart. I mean, they still got the championships, man. 
They got, listen, we, so do we. But we, we, we haven't had in, one since I was in high school, Jay. But we also live in a world where what have you done for me lately? That's why and the we, Yankee and you know, the Yankees haven't done any of that. Oh, I know, I know. Listen, baseball in general is in a good spot. When we started this conversation, baseball is in a good spot. We can list off a, at least top twenty players in the league and and still miss. Like, oh my god, we missed that guy and this guy. You know, I think the, the baseball in long run, what the changes they've made in the last year with the relievers. I still don't like the extra inning rule. I'd rather that be after the eleventh or twelfth inning, not the tenth inning where well, you put the runner, with the runner on second. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm not a big fan of that, but I understand it's all about it. the time, man. I, listen, time I, 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 to... I understand it, but in general, baseball is in a really good position because there's a lot of superstars. I think the only thing that hurts baseball a little bit is the guys that play in LA are never in the big time show. And listen, when you have a product, you want, you know, Michael Jordan's your sponsor for Coca Cola. He should be on every commercial. I don't want the backup singer. All right, and a lot of times you're not getting Otani and you're not getting Trout yeah, in, you, the big, in the big. And here's the thing: I think what set it off is look at what Otani and Trout in that situation in the the World Baseball Classic. Think about how big that was. They talked about the game, but it was more about the Trout and Otani. So to get like oh that God, was got, freaking memorable. We got though. we that got Manning cool. and Brady in the playoffs. That's huge, right? And I get it; those guys. You want to see in the playoffs because they're superstars. Like you want to see the best players. Yes, in that's the, the thing that hurts baseball because, because you, see the, that, you see that two in basketball. The, two of the three biggest superstars are not usually in the playoffs. Mike, when you think of baseball, the three guys that come to mind instantly: two of them are in LA on the same team, and, and, and one of them is in, and one of them is in the Big Apple. You get Aaron Judge, you get Aaron Judge in the playoffs. You don't get Otani, and you don't get Mike Trout. Those are three best players in baseball, ladies and gentlemen. I know there's fat, there's so much talent. There's a plethora of talent in baseball. But those are the three best players in baseball. Absolutely. And you only get 33, uh, 33% of that. 33% of that in the playoffs. That's what kills baseball. Because you get NFL, you get the big-time guys. You always usually get them. You get Mahomes. You get Brady over time. You get Rodgers. You've had those guys over and over. Basketball's the same thing. You've had LeBron, Giannis, Steph, KD. Those guys are always in the playoffs. Baseball, that's the thing that hurts them. They don't always get their superstars in there. I, I always feel and that people way. love the people love superstars. And, and my thing nowadays. is this: when I say that statement, and Joe, you can take over and run with this. Is that's where I think you can get the common fan to watch. Otani, you could get the, if you could get those Otani guys in there tonight. Game one against the Yankees in the ALCS. Yeah, how many more people are watching? Hey, we got a special guest well, yeah. on the show. See, he, wants, see, he, wants, see, he wants once he heard Otani. See, but, <laughs> but I'm just I'm just saying, you know, you're 100 percent right. You might you might be able to pull. Say the numbers are four. You might be able to pull in it. Well, especially because Otani's international pull. I mean, he's huge. Otani's huge. It's huge. So and for baseball, that's huge. That's money. That's marketing. That business. That's you know that's stealing the show. Joe, is that the one thing that really? Kills baseball down the line because you don't get those superstars. Yeah, well, you know I mean, what I mean. But it's, it's funny. Yeah, I'm. I don't, I'm sure you guys saw there was a meme going around during the World Baseball Classic, and it it showed Trout and Otani, and it said, "Imagine if these two were on the same team." Oh yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> they were on the same um, team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And again, listen. Uh, I think it just goes to show 
what kind of sport baseball is. We know that two guys can't carry a baseball team, no matter how good they are. And I think it's such a testament to Tampa Bay, again, that they're able to consistently do this every year without a Trout, an Otani, a Judge. You know, they don't have an Alonzo. They, yeah. you know, they don't have any of that. They don't and, have a Harper, and, Machado. They don't have any of those. Now, here's the other interesting thing. The Boston Red Sox win their championships, Ted, and then they come in last place. So they're going to win this year. Hold on. Then they come in like third place and then they get relevant again. They win a championship and then it goes back to and And, and so are the Red, Red Sox, Sox going to win a title before Yankees again? Well, that's a good, that's a good question, but here's the thing. <laughs> what would you rather have a Yankees world? Series. The inconsistency and the championships of the Red Sox were like, it seems every five years they hit give me, another give me one. The, give, a, give me point. A, just give me a, give me a Tampa. Consistently gets nope. deep into the postseason every year. Give me a, just give me a. I answered or your question. The Yankees. Just give I me a. The, I want the Yankees because I want to be there. You can't get. You don't have a shot if you're not invited to the party. Ninety-five. Have, hold on. Ninety-five to a hundred wins every year. Okay. You're going to the postseason. You're always going to win your first round. You having a little trouble in this second round, especially you know when that Houston team's around. Say goodnight, it's over with. Uh, and and we hate that, and it drives us crazy. But I'm saying if you're a Boston Red Sox fan, are you cool with winning the World Series and then being in last place the next season? If the you're the Tampa you. fan, are here's the other thing with Tampa that I think Tampa's done a poor job of doing. If there's one thing I think Tampa's done a poor job of doing, that some of the other teams in the National League, like Milwaukee uh, comes to mind, St. Louis comes to mind, smaller market teams, when you have a lower payroll, one of the things that you do have flexibility is at the trade deadline to go out and get a piece or two that you need when you're in contention. Tampa's not done a great they've, job they've of doing done, that. They've never gone to get like a big piece to take it over the top. Yeah, or Teddy, or... right? It doesn't even need to be a big piece, like a piece that makes it like they don't, they that's just never been in. And it's like, well, if you're going to keep your payroll low, you look at, you know, the last couple of years with the Yankees at the trade deadline, it's like they're not going to go get anybody because they don't want to add payroll. And we kind of knew they didn't, you know, so they were being really selective in doing it. And it's like your payroll's really low. Do your, and this is where the, the one thing I think the Rays have failed their fans in is every now and again, let's go for it. Go out there, get that piece, go get that guy who's going to go get that DeGrom who's going to, you know, get a $400 million contract in the offseason. Go get them for, you for know 10 what? starts. Like, Why not? Say like the Phillies, the Phillies have a bad season right here, right? Maybe you call the Phillies and say, you know what? How much for Schorber? I get a yeah. DH power hitter to throw in my lineup somewhere. So it's just, listen, some of that listen I know can add pop in the postseason can get really effing hot. And next thing you know, it's like 11. He's got the Gary Sanchez month. Where sure. Like, oh, my God. And he might be the little difference that could get you. Maybe not. But and least, couldn't you see Tampa doing that because if, if they were to do it? Because yeah. if we're Rage fans, like, oh, you know, oh, my God, they actually they put an extra pe- – like, because we're like, we're already good. We already have the pitching staff. We know our team's good enough. We just had – and it brings a little bit more excitement to your team that you're actually going for instead of being like, well, I know we're good, but we just didn't – we didn't do anything I, extra. I'm going en- to end this with the question that Joe asked that I still want to answer because I still want to answer this. 
I'd rather be the Red Sox. And you said the Yankees. Here's my thing. Yeah, it's great that the Yankees get to the playoffs. But every time they get eliminated the past five or six years, what are we talking about? It's the same shit that we've discussed in 2018. Well, at least I get to talk about them in October instead of but yet you. But yet we get our, but we get our Ready? hopes up. So, but we get Ready? our hopes up all season. We're so What's happy the because they're playing great. And guess what? What's they the Yankees' us biggest again. issue right now? Health. Aaron Boone. No. No. Position wise, what position is got a serious uh, is a serious third base hole right now? Third no. Base. Third base. We have a Gold Glove third baseman when he's healthy. Oh, he's injured right Donaldson now. Donaldson should have been up for one of the three. Should have been up for the Gold Glove last year. Center field. No, Judge is a good Judge is. I get it, but throw. Bader's out. But so Bader's for all out. intents and purposes, let's say there's Bader an outfield comes in, he's spot. He's your center fielder with Judge. Joe, nightly, what is it? nightly, there is a spot in the outfield that is open. That they're Frenchie Cordero. That's cute, you know. And here's an interesting thing: so Frenchie Cordero. So hold on, Frenchie Cordero's got half as many at bats and half as many hits as Glaber Torres, and as many homers and more RBI. So Maybe he could be like a GM. As good a start as Glaber's off to. Somebody's got to take left field. It was a problem last year. It's a problem they didn't address in the offseason. This idea that uh, Peraz is going to play it or Cabrera or well, just sticking somebody out in left field, that's not what the Rays do. The Rays would have gone out and got a guy that could, or a, a righty and a lefty to platoon out there. So that's what we the did Yankees. in 96 and 98. We had Curtis. And it worked. Yeah, oh, it worked. I think you can. I think you but can. But this spot. is in 96 and 98. Listen, I think, first of all, I think the Yankees win it this year. I think they get over their hump. I really do. But I think <laughs> I the hope. left field. We is, can only hope, bro. But I think with the mix and match of Hicks, Peraza, and Franco, I think you have a, more than enough guys that can suffice with the left field, especially when Bader comes back and plays center field and judges your all-day right field. Because now your two-thirds is gold glove caliber. And listen, it's not like the guys that you're – if you put Hicks in left field, he's not a slouch defensively. I get it. You're going to complain about his hitting. When you got seven, eight other guys that hit, just play eight play – imagine that, that outfield, though. Who are you running on? Who are you running on in the outfield? Do you remember last year when Joey Gallo was hitting like a buck seven? Yeah. He he was hitting like a like a Trump gas price. You know what I mean? Like yeah, a buck oh, 45. Dude. It was nice. Now, did you just say a Trump gas price? I did. <laughs> I did. Now, the Yankees were like 64 and 12. And people were like, Joey Gallo sucks. Get rid of it. Oh, my God. Like. They're playing 700 baseball with this four strikeout machine on the field. What are you freaking out about? We could do badging how many more games? No, I don't. I don't. I don't think we're going to win more games. How many more games was there to win? Dude, they were like 50 and 12. Like there wasn't much more winning to be done beyond what they were doing. Again, we get very spoiled. We want nine superstars at all the positions, and we want five 20-game winners. You know, the only thing I've ever wanted in the past five or six years is Nolan Arenado. That's not too much to ask. And and Luis Castillo. <laughs> Did I get that? No. I got Frankie Montas and Josh Donaldson. <laughs> Thanks. But Joe's happy we got Frankie Montas. Don't forget about that statement. I won't forget about that. Frankie I'm Montas big on is- that kid. <laughs> hey. Even, even Ca- Cashman even Cash- came out. Even Cashman said he effed up. Yeah, no shit. It's okay. Hey, listen, Crazy. 
And listen, at the end of the day, it's okay. I'm, listen, I'm not going to cry about what happened last year. Donaldson comes back. He's a gold glove third baseman defensively. And he's he a guarantee out. And here's the thing. That's why you, you know who also with- was a gold glove uh, guy in the field? Yeah, yes, Joey Gallo. How'd that turn out? How'd that's that turn out? Listen, that's why you have DJ LeMay who, who can play first, second, and third. Think about how we'll much see. worse the Yankees were last season after they traded Joey Gallo. Don't say that. I don't even remember. I don't Go even. look at their record. Their record. There. I think they. I think they might have been under five hundred without Joey Gallo last year. Yeah, but year. I think that's when they went through their rut. That wasn't Joey Gallo. Joe. Though. Joe comes on and starts getting the support of Joey Gallo again. He wants the Joey Gallo back. Joe, what are we gonna do about you? He's he's a, he's hurt right this minute too. But he was also he's like hitting like three seventy five. You guys see that? He's got like three dingers. He plays, already. For, he plays for Minnesota. It's chill out there, man. Gary looked good out there last year too. Yeah, yeah Gary's on like the tra- Gary's like- Yeah. Yeah. No, he did- just signed with the Giants. Did he? Oh he yeah, signed with the Giants. He, yeah, uh and and there's a chance that he could get some uh he could get some reps. They're saying so secretly- a chance. Joe's going to be happy about this. He's well, back. Cuz it's dude. He's back. Like like He's Teddy back. said, like Teddy said, there was a point there where Sanchez was supposed was to be the, the superstar of New York, not not Aaron Judge. And uh, we've talked about this extensively. They ruined that guy. Yeah. Uh, and it was the, in, I mean, again, you don't get rid of Tony Pena and Joe Girardi and all these wonderful defensive inclined catchers around him. It's like, hey, you know what? Let's find nobody. Let's get a bench with nobody that knows catching here. That's great. Let's get some guy. Maybe we'll get Matt Blake's bullpen coach from high school that he was coaching at or whatever. Give me a break. Consistency in coaching is so important. The Rays, you look at a team like the Angels when they had Mike Sosha there, for years those they had great teams there. It was the consistency in in the managing. Joe Madden, I'm telling you, that's what you need. That's where you teach fundamentals. You, You get a Greg Popovich, like you said. You teach the fundamentals. You keep everybody humble. That's why you can have a Robinson and and a and a Duncan and not have egos and still have a really cohesive unit. That that that's where that's where baseball. If you're doing it right, you want to do it like the Rays. That's where it's at. Amen to that, ladies and gentlemen. That was the Joseph McGuire finishing us off. He's back. Baseball's back. We got two weeks in, so we'll see. NBA playoffs are about to be starting tonight. The play-ins tonight. And we still got the ongoing soap opera that is Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson dominating the NFL headlines. OBJ is now a Baltimore Raven. NFL draft coming up on two weeks. We'll have our new mock, our latest and final mock draft coming out within the next week. Last thing I got to point out about uh, Lamar Jackson. I saw a meme this morning and it was like, Lamar, $30 million a year in his prime. No way. And then I underneath it, it's like banged up LBJ, $18 million a year. Yes. Yeah, OBJ. I don't get it. Kids 18 million, but Lamar can't Makes get a freaking No contract. sense there. What are they doing? We'll see what happens. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next episode. We are Keys of the City. We are out.